0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash pack for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns.
2: Michael Michael I cannot hear anything.
1: Oh shit. For
0: fuck's sake.
1: I can hear Michael. The listeners can hear Michael. Oh, mute. Michael can't hear anything. We could just listen to him mutter away to himself saying, hmm, I don't understand what's going on here. He's shaking his head. He's throwing his hands up in the air. He's moving backwards and forwards. He's
0: He's got, yeah. A, yeah. He's got
1: <laughs> two fingers. Two, the guns are, yeah, the thumbs are up. The guns are up. He's pointing up. It's all good. Jesus Christ. I don't know what happened there. It's just a little loose, little little loose cable or something.
2: Know. Yeah, no, we're out of practice. I was listening to um, "Let It Be" naked, the album, the Beatles. You're listening to "Let It Be,"
1: you're naked.
2: No, there's a as an album version of "Let It Be" that is called "Let It Be," in parentheses, naked. Ooh,
1: why were you naked in parentheses?
2: Parentheses is a Greek beach. <laughs> oh man, look at us. It's a nudie beach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be on parentheses, you want to be in it.
0: It's the
1: Keith Walsh podcast.
0: It's essential, like your breakfast. It will get you up and going, learn some things you didn't know. Yeah, it's the Keith Walsh podcast. It's the Keith Walsh podcast. Give you energy,
1: like buck fat. And if your head's in a pickle or you're looking
0: for a giggle, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast.
1: Oh, oh,
2: we're back. That's
1: it. That's the podcast done. Nice one. Thanks, I laughed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to just yeah. re- read out a couple of things because we do get the odd email, Mike. We do. We're, to, we're, uh, we're, we're, <laughs> we're uh, we, we've massive fans out there. Gary, uh, he emailed to KeithWalshPod at gmail.com. Hey, Keith, just want to say a quick thank you and that I love the podcast. You and Mike are great crack and one of the best podcasts I've ever come across. I work from home, so listen to a lot of podcasts. Keep up the good work. Look forward to more. Regards, Gary. Holy crap. Do you think he's. We love
2: Big G. Big Gary.
1: Um, Do you think he's. I think he's foolish. Do you think he's telling us like lies just to make us feel good?
2: No, I think Gary is uh, Gary's talking from the heart.
1: Straight up, straight up, Gary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I just call, a lot of stuff. Carl Patterson, who's a great friend of the show and a great guy himself. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, hey, lads, thanks for the happy tears. I have to say, Mike's anti Jaxers <laughs> uh, and <laughs> Titty O'Brien are a couple of highlights. That was, the, that was the pub I worked in, <laughs> did you Brian? And the anti-Jaxers. Oh, that was the Australian episode, wasn't it? Uh, he said, cheers, cheers, lads. Yeah, flyman galas. And Harry Hill is hilarious, says Carl. Yeah, I agree, Carl. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jewelry's still out. Jewelry's still out. You think you wear, wear those, do you think he well, wears those shirts around the house?
2: Definitely. I hope he does. I hope he wears them yeah. all the time. Definitely. He reminds me of a guy called uh, I think his name was Bob Walton. I don't know if I've ever told you this story before. Um, no. He used to come to us um, in the, uh, the 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 hotel I used to work in before I met you. Oh. And uh, I was lucky enough to be working with another concierge. And uh, this guy came in and he used Why to... Wait, hang on a so- second.
1: We said I was lucky enough to be working with another concierge. Are you saying that it was better than work. It, are you trying to say it was before you came when I was lucky enough to be working with somebody else?
2: I was working under this guy. I was only a desk, a mere desk porter at this stage.
0: And he oh, was yeah. My, he I was my
2: head. And he, he really put me, he put his wings around me. Oh, Bob. What a lovely man he was. A gentleman. Uh, hated most people. That's where I get my hatred of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob Walton was your, was your, was your boss. No no no. Oh, Bob right, okay. but there's two bobs in this story. Bob okay. shit I'm fucking lost already. Yeah, I need Bob, to listen. Shut up. Okay. I'm sure it's Bob Walton was this guy's name. If not I'm 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 using that name as a pseudonym. Um because of what happened. So he he came he used to come to the hotel and he used to wear humongous shirt collars. He was Texan, right? And every time he came in he used to go to um Savile Row to get shirts made and he would wear it with the um oh, I'm gonna forget the name of the bow tie now the American the Texan guys wear there's a special name for the tie they wear
1: oh yeah the, the shoestring
2: what yeah is it a bowler bowler uh, beer is it a bowler fuck I don't know bowler, bowler tie? you keep talking i will have a look yeah uh, I think it's a bowler tie with with a sort of like a head of a, a steer on it, you know, with the mm. horns sticking out and whatever. And he couldn't have been any more. Tech- he wore really sort of conservative suits, but he had these humongous flared collars and he liked them. And he was a big sort of imposing, very tall man. And he'd often wear the hat as well, the old uh, 10-gallon hat and uh, cowboy boots. But he was just like an absolute gentleman. And um, I'm sure, I don't know whether I told you this story or not, but anyway, Bob turns up one day and uh, he he uh, he said, "Guys, I uh, I just uh, I just uh, been to Scotland to see my ancestral home." I feel like I've told you this before. Anyway, oh, uh, you haven't. See. Okay, so at that point, he opens the the, the, the suit jacket up and uh, takes out this Polaroid picture of literally a bunch of fucking stones and a sort of you could see a walled garden around a, a like this bunch of stones and it just a little tithe cottage. So it was literally a 10th of an acre with his old ancestral home. And I went to see it and it, it made me cry. And uh, these, my guys were crafters outside of Aberdeen and uh, they had nothing. And uh, they made their way, got their asses over to America and made money. And, and I'm a guy and he, he was in the oil business as you would be. And uh, all, so he said, uh, myself and Bob were standing there going, Oh, that's great. Looking at each other, looking at each other as if to say, like, what the fuck, you know, yeah. And Bob's kind of, oh, that's lovely. What a great story. That'll be great to tell the kids. Yeah, guys. Um, I I um, you know what, I bought it. And uh, I, I I need you guys to ship it home for me. <laughs> he was fucking like, and we were like, uh right. And I was about to kind of go in. Like to my, you know, ultra negative, do you have any idea how fucking difficult this is going to be? A Bob gonna kind of nudge me under the desk and go, No problem, Mr. Walk, we'll get that sorted. <laughs> I'll get my best man onto it, me onto it. Um, so this guy would turn up every once in a while, right? My first sort of thing, just was him. A, I just think put an
1: individual stamp on each rock, figure it to well, the post office, weigh the rock, put the <laughs> stamp on it. <laughs> and well, the f- about th- 50 stamps on the rock to get to America. <laughs> what a little bold! <laughs> this
2: one goes third from the left. Yeah, yeah. One A, <laughs> one B. Well, you might laugh, but the first time I'd met this guy, um, he came in and he said, I want to get my wife something really nice. Uh, Michael, I want to get a, a Louis the XVI uh, sword. I said, Why so specific? She was waffling on about some French shit. She wants to go to Paris for her 40th birthday. So we're going to go there and I'm going to give her this sword. And uh, I ain't got time to go to Paris for And so uh, I just thought y'all could get me one in London. So there was no internet. You had to go through the yellow pages and ring geezers up. And of course, everyone you rang added a tenor on to the fucking, you know, literally. I got your number from a geezer. Who got your number from a geezer? Who got your number from a geezer? And then you're going through sort of auction houses and stuff. And if they got anything, they'll sell out of auction. Or if this guy was not shy of spending money. So we got him a Louis XVI sword. The next year he came in, he said, uh, I want to buy myself, my wife, uh, something really, really special, Michael. Really, really, really special. What do you recommend? And I said, and i don't don't even realized Camden Market was really good and sort of but back then, back in the early '90s, you could buy sort of, sort of retroy stuff. And back in the '90s, it was kind of retroy from the '60s and '70s. And uh, I'd send him off up to, you know, um, off up to to Camden. And and the lads, my fellow concierge, would go, why, we, why would you do that? Why, why would you send him up there? You know, he's not going to be able to buy anything up there. There's nothing that he wants. A man of that stature would want to buy. He's not going to buy a pair of fucking bell bottoms. No. And I thought, oh, no. And I, I literally was in. I had the fear all day because I sent him off at like 10 o'clock in the morning. He comes back into the hotel about three o'clock in the afternoon. How'd you get on, Mr. Walton? You know what? I had a great time. There's something coming for me. OK, guys. And uh, you're going to have to FedEx it home for me. Right. Uh, oh, OK. Yeah, no problem at all. When will it come? I spoke to some guy, they're going to deliver it this afternoon. And we had a little car park place where you could park a car outside the, the hotel, the front, which was kept for sort of drop offs and drop off And um, up comes this geezer in a, a Camden tow away truck, right? A car tow away truck. And he's going, <laughs> Are you Mike? <laughs> and the fucking I started sweating. And it is. There's all this tarpaulin on the back of it. I thought he's bought a fucking classic car or something. He's done something. I said, uh, I am Mike. Yeah. What have you got? He said, uh, Bob told me to leave these here. I'm going to put them out here. Cause I'm supposed to be working fucking nicking cars up in Camden. So he gave me a ton to bring them down to you. Know and I mean, Michael, lovely fella. Here you go. And he, he takes the tarp off and there's these two fucking, um, London red post boxes on the back of the fucking truck. <laughs> It's like cranes them off onto our car park spot. And goes, take it easy, geezer. Cheers. All the best, mate. <laughs> I had to ring him up. I mean, these things were cast iron. And the bottom of them, because they didn't want to break them or crack the cast iron, was the, was the concrete. So these things were wobbling round out on the street. And I'm going, the fuck are we going to send those over? And Bob, my old buddy, the boss is looking at me going, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a fucking world of pain. How the fuck do you think we're going to FedEx them to fuck?
0: What
1: the fuck do you think Erwin yeah.
2: Dawes is going to say? Oh, yeah. Caused an uproar because we couldn't move them until the Monday. Couldn't get another vehicle to move them and actually take them to a container in Southampton to get them shipped over. I caused so much of a bawling, but anyway, back to his house. So he's telling us with this kind of send the, shitty, the, little, the
1: you. Shitty, you <laughs> send, send the house home.
2: Go on, yeah. sorry. He said, uh, "Yeah, uh, I need you to ship it home for me, guys, and uh, we're going." I, I like literally. I was. I, I didn't know what to do or what to. St- and I, did, I thought, I'm not going to get involved because the, the, the telephone box issues were, you know, there were ramifications for that for fucking months. I nearly lost my job and everything for blocking the fucking Queens Highway and all this old bollocks. But anyway, so he, um, uh, Bob said, well, you need to go downstairs and get the uh, the yellow pages out. And at that stage, we had a telephonist in the, in the basement and she had all the yellow pages for the whole of England, Ireland, Scotland and, you know, England, Northern Ireland, Scotland, Wales there. So we're looking at this picture and that's all we had, this fucking picture somewhere near Aberdeen. So I thought, right, I'll ring a builder up in Aberdeen. So I rang a builder up in Aberdeen and I don't know if you've ever spoken to anybody in Aberdeen, very thick, unintelligible accent and they speak like, they have a kind of a different language up there. <laughs> so go, Do you know any specialist builders who can take a house down um, because it needs to be re erected. He wanted it back on his ranch in Texas. Ah, I don't know, but there's a few lads like work out in the regs here who can do the jump yeah, They'll have to wait. So I had to wait two weeks for these two lads to come ashore to ring me. They rang me and said, uh, Listen, we're off to Spain now, and have the children with me now for a week because I'm getting divorced. And I was like, Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like, I don't want your life story. Yeah. And I can like, you? I, yeah. Can you do it? Well, what I'll do in my next rotation off, which is a month from me, I'll get that done and we'll get on it. So we just left these dads do it. And they were, um, they were specialist builders. You know, they weren't just roughnecks out on a rig. They were specialist builders who, who didn't do this sort of stuff specifically, but they took it down and cataloged it and put it into two shipping containers and shipped it off to the ranch. Heard no more about it standing in the fucking lobby one day in walks bob 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 you heard it, you kidding. heard this you heard the spurs chinking first hey guys and the Chink. first thing i said to him is you've got an Aer Lingus, um tab on your bag and he goes yeah 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 the whole uh, the whole iran iraq um you know kuwait thing is kicking off and uh I got ancestry, you know, in Scotland, and I knew that Ireland was part of Scotland. So, uh, you know, uh, we're neutral. So I decided to come in like via Dublin, which I think is the capital. It's a capital somewhere anyway. They got so I just got a shuttle over here, and it's uh, awesome. But nobody's going to blow one of their planes out of the air because uh, American Airlines going to get shot down if we go anywhere near the Middle East. And I'm going. Well, you like you're another four or five hours at least to fly over there. And he took out one of those. Um, those fucking notebooks that used to have the little diaries, yeah. and when you open them up, they like they would have a metro system like the like the philofax kind. Of yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the next two pages would have a picture of the world, you know, sort of out. And there'd be Europe on one, America on the other, and the South someone. And he was he was flicking this page, going, "Look, Michael, it's only two fucking pages away from where we are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
0: flying over there. It's two fucking pages
2: away." And this guy like had more money than sense. And he said, that, "Guys, can you get my stuff up to my room? We got an issue." I said, "Oh, what's the issue?" Uh, I got two like containers full of rocks, and no guys to help me. Uh, can you get those Scottish guys to come over? So the two lads from Scotland,
0: no on their two way. weeks off,
2: flew to fucking to Houston or wherever it was to Dallas, and off to wherever his fucking ranch was, and did the whole job for for Bob. What a man! For Bob,
1: but I thought you were saying for Bob. What kind of money were you? It's like, can you reveal, Mike? What kind of money were they charged? Did you know, or did it just? Did you just put him in touch? Did uh, no, you? Add, I, what percentage did you add on?
2: Well, I I did. Um, I'm going to say relatively well out of it. I know that there was a profit of around. See, we had a trunk system in the hotel, so everybody had a payday. So Bob was on ten points. I was on, I was only on like three points or whatever, but I got a little bit of kickback for, for sort of being nice to this guy. So yeah, I mean, I think we between us, um Bob let it slip one night when he was pissed, our bob, that it was he made about sixteen thousand on it.
0: Ooh. Which was an
2: awful lot of money. Oh. He had he bought a new fucking car. I mean, he kept he kept the lion's share. Sixteen thousand pounds. Pounds, yeah. In 1991, when we were earning 120 pounds a week, so it was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money.
1: So in total, it might have cost your man what 20 grand in total for everything, like to to get the oh, stuff
2: no. shipped over more, more. Oh no, no, no. We we Bob skimmed 16 off it, so it's it's in the sort of I'd say 60, 70 grand to oh, do Bob,
1: this. 16 grand. sick Yeah, sixteen thousand
2: bob took from bob yeah it'd yeah. <laughs> be, be easier if there weren't two bobs in this story but Yeah, <laughs> american bob american bob was probably into god knows how much the the american lads or the scottish lads were getting to fly to america and whatever obviously everything was being taken care of and it's not just a fact of putting it together it's the fact of the, the you know taking it out of storage putting it painstakingly back and making it look like the thing and we saw him again, and he was like, um, "His wife was in ill health," and he said, "Yeah, we got it all. Up. Pity I didn't take a picture for you guys, but uh it's right in the uh, paddock, right in the yard." So yeah, his fucking house, his tied cottage from fucking Scotland, all those years ago. Oh, I thought know, I told you that before. No,
1: never told me that story, Mike. That's
2: yeah. brilliant, Bob. Wow.
0: Yeah, I we. Know, was- I
2: think all the lads must have made we must we made two or three hundred quid out of it a pop. You know, every once in a while, and it and it kept our kitty. Inflated for a while, so we all made. You know, Bob was good. Our Bob was good that way. So there him. was
1: money in the kitty, and he'd give you like he he like there was a few grand there, and he'd add that back to the kitty every now yeah. and then. And you would yeah. always. What, what when would you get paid out of the kitty? Once a month or every couple? No, of weeks? once a week. Oh, nice. Once a week. So, so yeah. you'd be going home with a couple of hundred extra.
2: Oh, you 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 double your wages. Yeah. He would give you. He said you know the payroll would come round with your cash of £120 or whatever, and Bob will give you 250 <laughs> Keep your fucking nose clean. And it was only a 52-bedroom hotel.
1: Yeah. It was wow. uh, was a it phenomenal. a nice hotel? If your man was obviously wealthy, oh, why do yeah, you yeah,
2: stay? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, it was a phenomenal hotel. Freaking it was one, man. I mean, we had, uh, it was a Michelin-star restaurant. Back then, you know, it had one Michelin star. Brian Turner was the chef. You might know oh. Brian Turner very nice yorkshireman
1: never heard of him but yeah, no. and a michelin star back then when a michelin star meant something mike
2: well uh, there is a bit yeah lots of people didn't put themselves forward for a michelin star okay i mean it's only a marketing tool anyway you have to put yourself out there pay for to get mm. inspected and then hopefully you do and then you get in the bibendum guide so it's all it's only a marketing thing lots of people say oh yeah these people come in and just give me the stuff they fucking don't no they don't no
1: but it is weird yeah. isn't it Michelin we're gonna make tires and give ratings to restaurants you know two things I, th-
2: I think it, it evolved from their um road guide
1: that's right like, they want th-
2: like the RAC like yeah, the AA yeah.
1: yeah so you they want to to, to yeah. give people uh you know nice restaurants to visit when they drove around Europe in their tires yeah
2: and egon rune time. do you remember Egon Rune? I do there yeah was a- it was a big thing when we were in London. You would go through the Egon Rone guide to see what was hot and what's not. And he would he would write in Time Out, and he was a little Frenchman that used to eat like a turtle. He in kind of, he was the most like. How do you know what he ate like? What? You'd see him on television. Oh, okay. And he, he would be reviewing things on television. And I'd seen him in various restaurants and stuff. But he ate like a you know turtles. They got this oh. kind of beak,
0: and he. <laughs> yes, I like. I really do like a soup here. Dirty, fucking, noisy. <laughs> he
1: gone rolling. Eh? Well, he gone now, isn't he? Isn't he? <laughs> I think he is.
0: isn't
1: he? Um, those bolo—they're called bolo ties. Yes, yeah, bolo, 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 bolo yeah, ties. I, was... I um, my father went to America once. My father used to travel a lot at right. work. And he came back from America once with a couple of those ties that he bought on a trip. I don't know. He must have been in Texas or something. And I used to fucking wear them. Like,
0: of course you did. That's no <laughs> surprise whatsoever. You're
2: looking like a layer with a...
1: No, I looked cool. So it was the 80s. It was late, very late 80s. I would wear my white shirt, a waistcoat. Yeah. Biker jacket over it.
2: Oh, my God.
1: Blue jeans. Oh. With turnips. Suede uh jolpers uh, uh chelsea oh, boots fun. with elasticated sides <laughs> <laughs> and the fucking <laughs> and the fucking cowboy bolo tie as well um, i used to wear that shit
2: yeah well bono wore that sort of stuff that was his getup for a while wasn't it the boss Joshua tree You wore a bolo tie and the waistcoat and everything yeah so it was around yeah, that time yeah, I said you looked like an extra an extra a, from young guns
1: I was a bit of, had a bit of I kind of was growing my hair long. <laughs> it was Bono, that was it, the Joshua tree. I forgot.
0: Oh God.
1: Okay, now I looked cool. Yeah. Could you imagine me walking around looking like just think of me looking like that, right? I'm walking around. Have you ever been to Athlone? See people were trying to drive at you to kill you. I to load 40 years ago. Or maybe a bit more. Yeah. No, for uh, no, not that long ago. Uh, for 35 years, well, definitely yeah, over 30 years. Athlone, me yeah. walking around like that, like Jesus Christ. Looking like a tissue. So like, like I used to turn up at, used to be discos, you know, for teenagers. And I'd turn up at the fucking teenagers like I was going to fucking, like I was appearing on stage in fucking Las Vegas. <laughs> I, won a, I won a disco dancing competition. <laughs> oh,
0: Jesus.
2: <laughs> and the prize was a bag of
1: chips.
0: Oh,
2: man, best bag of chips I ever had. Oh, you remind me. You're, you're like my brother. There's one in every family. I've got a brother <laughs> who was like that. He used to wear sort of like um, Dillinger. Do you remember Dillinger trousers and yeah, uh, yeah. matinee jumpers?
1: Yeah.
2: Actually, I was out with my brother recently, and he said I had a lovely matinee jumper one day, one year. He said it had a lovely knit on it. I said, is it any fucking wonder nobody? He didn't hit you in fucking Limerick. <laughs> Talking about a knit of your jumper. <clears throat> but you're letting your hair grow now. Will you? Yeah,
1: kinda. Of, yeah. I decided to just I don't know. I I don't know what, what's going on, Mike, but I'm growing the hair out for some reason. I'm gonna have it long in the top. This is the plan, long in the top. I think a lot about these things, Mike. Yeah. Long in the top and nice and short at the sides. And then when this is long enough, it'll all sweep back.
2: <laughs> wow, that's peaky blinders-esque.
1: <laughs> yeah, peaky blind, so I can just comb it all back and keep it keep it nice and like I've i I've a, a big widow's peak thing going on there. I've I've considered getting um Implants just here. You have here. not. I have, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't know. I w- I don't think I would. I don't think I'd spend that money. I think I don't think I could afford it, but if I could afford it, I would. I'd definitely get a few little just to fill in that bit there and have like but a you nice.
2: You can see that they get very obvious, like they're like a
1: yeah, cornfield, but they'd be obvious for a few. I don't need much. Like it's obvious if, like, if you're Wayne Rooney, God, God, God bless him. I know you said God rest oh, him, yeah. but he's still alive. Wayne Rooney's still alive, just if you listen to this and you're a big Wayne Rooney fan. <laughs> He had to get the whole lot done. So that was a bit obvious. But I'd only have to get little bits, you know, I think you're
2: better. I think you're better natural.
1: I don't know, Mike. I have a yeah, massive yeah. forehead. I have a massive forehead, like a mostly forehead. Like if you look at my head, it's mostly my face.
2: <laughs> well, it's not like it's not like Declan McP- McPartland forehead. That is a huge handball alley of a forehead. Actually, Yours is not, not like It's that. not that bad. It's not that bad. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. No no, 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 no. You know, no. Appreciate so you've, that. You know, you. Yeah, I don't know, no. Yeah, I mean, you're a three quarter ant. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somewhere it was really useful to know when Ant McParton was done for uh, drink driving or whatever it was. That the last sort of chapter in his kind of downfall before he got his shit together. And fair play to him or mm, whatever. Yeah. But it was it was very useful because now people knew who Ant was out of Ant and Deck, because nobody would. have... <laughs> You don't know who they. Are. I don't. I never know who, which one was which. So why? What was the thing that
1: made you not know, remember which one was which? Because it was a picture of him crashing his car. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I always remember because ants are black and he's got black hair. Uh, you get green ants as well and red ants. and red ants. Yeah, but like yeah. Deck doesn't have green hair or red hair. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah. more black hair, and it's definitely black now that he's had to start dyeing it. Which yeah, is, which is which
2: is fine. Mike you don't dye your hair at all do you? No 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 no. no. You've no grey hair no, do you? No, no, and I I I know I'm letting it grow. What if you, I'm uh, I'm all over the shop at the minute actually. Um and it's it's kind of and my beard is coming out and it's at the uh, my beard is the kind of the pubic stage now. It just I like has it. To, it has to get a little bit longer and a little bit more brushy before I can actually style it. Start working it. Yeah, I'm fucking working it, too. yeah. Yeah. Are you going to grow so your are you
1: going to grow your hair and style it like a bit longer at the top and short at the sides?
2: No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go. Just I'm just going to let it go. I I got obsessed with uh, Paul McCartney's hair watching Get Back. Um, Have you Have you watched it yet?
1: Not yet, Mike. Not yet. But listen, I haven't read your short story that you sent me all all those months ago either. You know, no. But I I, like I tell you, Mike. I know you don't think I think of you, but like today, I was like, you know what? I'm going to read that today on my lunch break and have
2: that read so we can talk about it in the podcast. Totally, totally forgot. Of course you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't forget about get back. Okay. Whatever you do in your short life, it will make it better. And I'm not, I'm not a Beatles fan. Okay. So there you
0: go.
1: I'm looking forward to watching it. But you're obsessed with his hair. I think you should grow your hair out because I think you've got good, strong hair. It would look good long. Have you ever had it long? Uh no, not really. No.
2: I've always been afraid of long hair.
1: <laughs> People with long hair or just long of having long
2: hair? <sighs> I suppose it all goes back to Bono, doesn't it? Because he had quite long hair at one point and it really didn't suit him. Mike, I don't think you like expressing yourself. Maybe I've got issues, yeah. Maybe yeah. I'm not a great expresser of self.
1: But I think uh, this is your time, Mike. This is your time to express yourself. Let the true Mike come out.
2: Yeah. Grow the do. hair
1: long, grow the beard. Yeah. Start a band, write a fucking album as good as...
2: Yeah. Beatles get back to watch uh here to watch them write a song. Fucking hell! What was the album they were writing? Let it be. Let it be. And they weren't Un- naked. No, but it was. I mean, you know, don't let me down.
0: On oh On top yeah. of the roof. Oh, yeah. what a
2: tune! I mean, you know, and and it's just the way John Lennon. I just feel so sad. I feel so sad for him, and I feel so sad for George Harrison.
1: Do you know sometimes like we? You, like, I really want to watch this documentary because we as people, we put these, we put people like John Lennon into, we put them up on pedestals. We don't think of them as real people. And like, when you think of John Lennon, he was so fucking famous, but yet he was living in New York. I presume just in a brownstone or whatever. He wasn't, I'm sure it was a nice neighborhood, but he was just going about his day, living it his was, life.
2: You know, when the night of the museum was filmed. Yeah. The upper west side, mm. just up there. I came across where he lived and where he was shot by mistake. But he just he was just out there
1: living his life, just trying to you know be a regular guy, you know, because yeah. that's what he was, that's what yeah. these people are, you know. And uh, yeah, it's very sad.
2: Yeah, you, you you listen to them talk about what happened in their youth and what you remember we did that, and you remember we did this, and remember we did that that was really shit and whatever. But the, the thing I didn't get. And it's naive of me, and really, it sounds really stupid. Is that they were so into their music. George Harrison was so into that. And then Billy Preston turns up, you know, the keyboard player, the black guy. And he, and, and they're just, you know, they're not talking in, they're talking in F sharp, C major, D. I mean, and they're, that's their language. It is remarkable, absolutely remarkable. I was, I was blown away by it. And the and the stuff Ringo especially, yeah. I just thought wow, he's because he often gets the you know he who's the Ringo of the group kind of thing yeah. But when he just oh sublime, and then they all start swapping swapping instruments. I'll play your bass for a minute if you play piano and get Ringo on piano. I'll do the drums. But
1: it is you know sometimes because I have my guitar here beside me, Mike. Yeah, I here we go. I'm gonna play. Yeah, 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 do, do, no, do. I, no, I won't. Jesus, have you got it re-strung? Yeah, but it's probably out of tune. I'd have to tune it up, and then people have to listen to me tuning it up. Probably. And I, I'm gonna. Sounds nice, doesn't
0: it? Yeah.
1: But uh. So anyway, I have to um. Relearn it again, but I, you know, often I think, I wonder how long I'd have to, you know, how long? What's the difference between me and say? Paul McCartney, John Lennon, George Harrison, Ringo Starr, the difference between someone like this. I can play chords. I could could probably, you know, it's something you have to do every day. But the Mm. difference between me and like they're obviously talented, but then on top of
2: talented, they're obsessed. And then on top of that, they work extremely hard at it. Really hard. I mean, your man is asking for band-aids, John Lennon, because his hands are bleeding from playing the guitar so much. They lose their voice. They're all smoking. They're all just, you know there's no and, and and when playing on the roof it's like me hands are fucking freezing <laughs> it's, not, it's not glamorous is it no, no nothing was glamorous about it at all i say the first bit made me feel um sort of cold and then they moved to abbey road and it was just it was really nice uh, yeah it was just it was a sublime piece of tv well that's so, the that's our very verse very first
1: check to check, 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 check it out you know. of the uh, of, of of this evening's podcast <laughs> Um. Yeah. And uh was there anything else you want to talk about? To check check it out, wise.
2: Yeah, but I, I feel that I've hogged the whole.
1: Uh, no, you haven't. You fucking. You, you people who have the best stories get to hog it. We never. You know, we never did, and I don't know if we can. It's what? Fergal's song.
0: Oh fuck!
1: Um, but, but not that. I'm not saying. I'm not suggesting that we sing it or play it or anything. But but maybe just as a. Maybe eventually we'll get around to singing it or properly. But maybe as a nod to Fergal, just to even. Read it out.
2: Yeah. Have you got access to it there? I haven't.
1: Um, I'm just scrolling back now to see if I can find it. So so the thing was, we were talking about Ed Sheeran on one of the podcasts. And Fergal Burke, Burgle Furk, uh, was listening. And he obviously knows the, is the producer of the show. And um, he wrote some lyrics. He rewrote uh, the song. What's it called? Raglan Road, wasn't it? He rewrote Raglan Road.
2: Okay, well, where are we? We're on pod.
1: And I am now scrolling through. And I just have to keep talking here because... Um, because yeah, other-
2: I'm, I'm scrolling through as well because it's a long time ago he wrote it. Oh, well, this is... this Is was this you singing it? Hang on a second, I can play this.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. On Monday night on a new Keith Walsh pod, I turned in for the crack. <laughs> it's Keith and Mike his friend in Claire. They once worked in a hotel way back. <laughs> they talked about the comics and pods and flicks. Look them up and check, check them out. <laughs> a machine for your willy to check your blood pressure. And a smoothie from a joke to measure. <laughs> then in part two, they turned up the heat. Spicier than a chickpea curry full length mirrors and power ice love actually and die hard tales from down under and don't look up stand up and try something new but if your wife suggested for a day for a week then that might be too good to be true <laughs> a solid hour of chats and reviews top tips and new year's resolutions but no doubting the two big stories this week. Chalk it up, lads. No need for Hawkeye, Ed, Joy,
2: and Jules. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> you were doing okay, actually. There, that This is back to
0: it. Oh, it well, I,
2: I, I did it because I needed to do it because you know we had we had kind of ignored Ferg the first time he'd written a song for us. Yeah, and I thought somebody had to do it. Um. So I, I manned up. And I know you can't did. say that anymore. I manned, I personed up, and uh, yeah, sorted uh, yeah. it. Out. Yeah, I just did that from my bed. I just got to go and turn down. some... Just, can you hear music in your headphones?
1: Oh really? No, where's it coming from?
2: Fuck no. This is know, the I'm missus. Gonna... She's she's got the
1: music up. She's Cop- dancing. I think in the kitchen. she has.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Give me a second there. Okay. Baby. Okay. i just can hear it. I'll just chat away yeah.
1: here. This is this is me trying to play the guitar from like. What's that noise? Some screaming in the background. Come on, Keith. There
0: you
1: go. That was me. Uh... <laughs> that was me I trying you, to... yeah. That was me trying to do Raglan Road. Yeah, she look at. It. I have a yeah. long way to go, you know. But uh, at least, <laughs> at
2: least but at least you 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 did it with your guitar and everything. I must get my ukulele out. We can do a we can do a duet. Is that a euphemism? No, no. Well,
1: we can um, sleep together if you want. <laughs> I can get my ukulele out, and we can do a duet, or we can just sleep together, um, or we can just have sex. That'll be fine too. Um, so uh, <laughs> so what was the story of the music there, Mike?
2: Uh, the music—I don't know what had happened there. Um, the uh, Hey Google had turned itself on.
1: Ah. It, play,
2: it was playing RTE Gold, and as cool. we were talking about the Beatles, all like, I could was "Very Cross the It's like, what the fuck is that? I thought my iTunes had come on or something because we had technical issues at the beginning. I thought something had gone horribly wrong. No, no. So, have you been listening to or watching or reading anything very interesting? Because, I- um,
1: well, can I go next? Please do check, said, check,
2: check, check, check
1: it out. Ozark. Whoa. Oh. Okay. Ozark. Oh,
2: yes. Yeah. Ended it series three. I, I got into a yeah. uh, so uh, the new in yeah. the series four, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got into an argument the other day with an American colleague of mine. I said series four of Ozark's out. You mean you mean season? No, <laughs> I said series. No, the series are the episodes. I said, no, they're episodes. The series are the
1: episodes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but oh, I, I, it ended up with the woman being shot in the head the last time. Yeah, don't want to give anything away. But no,
1: I just have. Yeah. Well, I mean, they um, haven't really because lots of yeah.
2: people get shot, and you know, yeah, it's not like you're going
1: to know which woman. No. And, yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So it's only it's out the first. They 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 dropped it in two parts. Have they? Yeah. So, so, so
1: they getting... so, so there's seven available to watch now. Okay. And then the last seven, I think. The I think season four uh, is the last ever season oh. of Ozark I think um, but yeah um, holy fuck it's tense it's that's that's stressful like yeah I'm watching it in bed I shouldn't be watching it in bed because I can't like my body is like like buzzing
2: yeah you're do yourself an injury
1: fizzing afterwards and yeah, uh,
2: but I'm sure Suzanne would like that
1: um, yeah I should mention that to her <laughs> I just I'm fizzy um, buzzing buzz I'm buzzing right now, darling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like a, I'm a human dildo. <laughs> I'm all Ozark sparked up.
1: Bzzz, I got a lot of energy. You know where to put it. You catch my drift.
0: And oh, she's yeah. like, she's like, <clears throat> yeah, plug it in.
1: Sorry, son. Sorry, son. I said, I've got a lot of energy and I know where to put it. <clears throat> I don't (laughs) understand. Um, but it's like, uh, it's like I kind of. Well, I'm going to start saying now when I have a stressful day that I've had an Ozark of a day because it's like the shit. I don't hang on a sec. Hello. (laughs) Oh, you got a bandage. Cool.
2: Jesus, he's got a bandage on his
1: knee. I'll tell you about we our trip to NE. That's uh, Finn got a bandage on his knee. Playing football and then it's it's good. Good. he got a bandage. He got a bandage from an injury he got playing football. Fantastic! Um, looks cool, man. Love it. Yeah, well
0: done.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, you can't call your son man, can you? Yeah, you can. Yeah, of course, you can. He calls me man.
2: That's okay. um you're talking to? Yeah.
1: But uh, Ozark, yeah, because the the, sh- the amount of shit that's going on in there, they're they're like spinning plates. And Finn, you're gonna have to take Charlie out. Hey, come Charlie, sorry, you can't be on the podcast. I know. Get your own podcast, Charlie. How yeah, about that? I said, how about you get your own podcast? What? Don't oh. t- don't talk to oh. me about that. <laughs> don't back chat me. Um. So uh yeah, there's so much. I don't even know how to describe it, but.
2: it it was never an easy it was never an easy watch no it's really really good but you it's very very rich you can only do one at a time it's not the sort of thing you can binge to because it's there's an awful lot going on and it's really fucking tense and you're wondering who's going to be killed Mm. or who they're just teetering on the edge of destruction all all the the time time.
1: every second of every day and when you just just when you think it can't get worse Yeah. Like actually, the only way it can go is worse. Like it can, there's never a moment where you're thinking, no, but if they just did this, that would fix it all because I know they can't fix it all. And then your one is getting, the, the, the wife is getting more sort of, um, political so she's she's trying to like like a lot of these people do when they get into bad shit they try and do lots of good shit to sort of yes make themselves feel better and like yeah show the world like she's basically a narcissist you know so she's like oh but look at all this good stuff i'm doing over here um forget about the dead bodies and uh and she's also trying to control her family like her children are kind of they're they're privy to what's going on now mm. and she's trying to di- like imagine if you if you were involved with some bad people like I don't I'm trying to explain this or like giving too much away if people haven't watched it at all but if you're involved with some bad people and your children knew you'd done some bad things imagine like t- trying to tell them to go to
2: bed I know exactly yeah yeah go to school you can you, how can you say that yeah but you just murdered someone mum or you got them hit or somebody got hit because of something you've done or whatever and we're hiding money under the floorboards and you want me to go to school and somebody shooting at me.
1: Yeah or, yeah, or
2: or make me.
1: I'll just yeah. tell I'll
2: just tell make me go to school. Cops.
1: I'll just tell yeah. the cops what's going on. Yeah. So Come on Im- Netflix. <laughs>
2: make me, I'll shoot you. Yeah.
1: So imagine series four where all that's going on, the kids know about it. Imagine as the writers, you're sitting down going, what the fuck? Like the kids could basically do whatever they want. Mm. Will they? They can ruin it. Yeah. They've got serious problems, and those problems live under their own roof. Mike.
2: Literally. The brother. Her brother came at one point. Yeah. She's always got troubled brothers. She was in Love Actually, and her brother was troubled. Do you remember? Was she in Love Actually? She was in Love Actually, yes. Because she was in the Truman Show as well. Yeah. She was in Love Actually. She played the lady who um, was madly in love with a co-worker, but had a brother in an institution.
0: Ah, oh,
1: okay, and uh, yeah, don't and, give it away. Don't give a, people might want to watch that. <laughs> when do you when do you stop? When, what like at what point do you allow talk about a film without worrying about spoiler alerts? You know what I mean? Like well, Love Actually, nothing really happens. Like 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 the Bible. We have to be careful about <laughs> the Bible. In yeah, case don't, don't like, tell me about the Corinthians. What happened to Jesus? Well, he got crucified. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, but then he rose again. Don't
0: that's awful. Spoiler, spoiler alert!
1: <laughs> I was going to watch that.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: there's
2: no way he can come back from it.
0: Oh my god, the tomb is open. <laughs> Season three coming up. That was up. the best. Bit. That was <laughs> the best
2: bit. That's definitely going to be fucking Disney.
1: Oh man, the story of Jesus on Netflix. I would watch that.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, the it was fantastic stories, brilliant. Oh yeah, Loaves yeah. and fishes. I mean, the, oh, yeah. the big, the big one. Um, oh God, back in the fifties, they did Moses and all those. Yeah. Movie. Jesus of Nazareth—they were yeah. phenomenal. On you know, we'd watch them on Good Friday afternoon, <sighs> yeah. waiting for the skies to go dark. Because the priest told us the sky would go dark at three o'clock. Because that's the time of our Lord. Yeah, Jesus died, and we always used to get convince ourselves that it was going dark. It's gone through a dark at three o'clock. Oh, rock. <laughs> He crucified now. Mary
1: Magdalene the bitch. <laughs> I, think, I think the sky's gone dark. I, can't, I don't know. I'm hiding under the bed. Mary Holy Magdalene crucified. the bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Because all women are, it was the women's, anything bad happened was the women's fault. Oh, yeah, all yeah. The men were trying to save yeah. us. Um, But that's all, Zach. Check, 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 to check it out. What have you got for us, Mike? I, I think this them. is, do you think this podcast we should just like call it the Mike
2: and Keith Review Show? Well, funny you should mention it because I nearly punted my radio out the other day uh, because I was listening to somebody doing a podcast review about two podcasts that I'd listened to on radio on yeah. a national national radio station. I'm not going to give it away. And uh, the people who were uh, reviewing started saying that this is really good and obviously hadn't listened to these things to the end. Oh, so. But they were, and then the the guy asked them, "So what is such and such?" And they went, "Um, well, yeah, it's a great question, really. Uh, you know,
1: <laughs> that is a great question. Do you know why that's a great question? Because I haven't got a fucking clue. Because I didn't read, I didn't read oh, it or listen to it or. I
2: nearly, I nearly fucked it up, and went, I just thought, fuck's sake." Have the decency if you're going to fucking, you know, I know I, we've often done this, but we're not purporting to be people who review things. You know what I mean? No, but, uh, I, I have often kind of come in and said, listen, i watched Half of it. It's fantastic. And then I the can't remember any of the names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who is our favourite? <laughs> that's, that's a good question. I listened to this thing and it was like, and it was one you've listened to, I think the 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 rising uh, storm, the coming storm. Oh, the storm. Yeah. Is that the storm? The one you sent me. Yeah, I'll um, sounds. Yeah, yes, um, which was which was great. Um, but it was like you know, explain Q and on to me. Well, yeah, well you know, it's
0: great. Yeah, anyway,
2: <laughs> terrible. Anyway, so yeah. So what have I listened to? Um, lots and lots and lots of stuff. And 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 I've been watching stuff. And I, I I must admit, you tell me to watch things sometimes, and I don't watch them. And I was put off Ted Lasso because of what it's about, right? So stupidly, the same fucking people who I listened to <laughs> had told me what it was about, which instantly made it like I didn't wanna watch it, right? What they didn't tell me is it's probably the most uplifting 10 hours of television that you're ever likely to watch. And we could all do with a bit of Ted in our lives. So I'm urging people who who would, would like to watch something uplifting, funny stupid um, to watch ted lasso and not to get bogged down in reviews of it because people it's it you know the, the subject that it is sporting let's say is marmite people love it or hate it but i was talking to somebody else about it and it was just like it's not the best acted thing in the world the the action isn't the best the jokes aren't the best Nothing about it is the best, but it's just the way it is put together mm. is just phenomenal. Yeah, and we we are addicted now to to Ted. It's him, you know. It's him. It's it's not actually him. It, it it's it's Nate. It's uh, Coach Beard. It's... Coach Beard. Ja- Jamie Tarte. Oh, Trent Crim. Tart T- Trent Krim from the Independent. Roy Kent. Fuck off. It just. It's just it's these people. You wouldn't, you, you know, you. It's it's kind of crass and bad, it's like, but it's. Fucking...
1: It's like a cartoon, sort of yeah. like they're all cartoon characters. Yeah, you know, it, in, in yeah. real life, because he's like he looks like um he looks like a Heidley yeah
2: uh, He's like uh, yeah yeah Ned Flanders. He's Ned Flanders. He is Ned Flanders. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he even says stuff like Ned Flanders. But I don't want to spoil anybody and put people off by saying he's not Heidley, but he's not, but he is, and he kind yeah. of you know. Yeah. Oh. But it's okay. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Yeah, it, it is pure escapism. You just put all your sort of preconceptions about whatever out the window. Don't listen to any reviews. Just watch the fucking thing.
1: My sister put put me onto it, and I knew because she was like, "Well, it's about it's about a football club," but um, and I knew if she watched it, liked it, was like, well, yeah. "It must be fucking about more than just the football club." Because yeah, she yeah, couldn't yeah. sit and she would she couldn't she's not able to sit in a room if there's football on a television... Same as me. ...in the other room next door. Like, yeah. she, can't, she can't stand
2: fucking football. Like, she can't stand yeah. the sound of football. So she No, and I can't stand, And everything that surrounds it is just... But it just... It takes it to another level. It's yeah. It's just fantastic. Even my wife, who would literally... Like, she would be your sister by 100. Yeah. No, no. We started watching it. And we... I mean, there's been laugh out. Laugh, like, fucking crying with laughter moments. Mm. With him, you know, it's just the throwaway comments it's all i mean it's you know there's, you know english versus america sort of thing and it's just it's it's really hackneyed but it's just so fucking good yeah yeah 10 yeah. out of 10 oh okay. wow wow, ten. wow. Yeah. yeah 10 out
1: of ten. 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 10
2: 10 lasso and and you see the problem was i i switched my tv on the other night right this is how we started watching ted lasso and my tv said we're updating your apps on your tv and if you update your uh, Apple TV. You get it free for three months. So I went, okay, cook, I'll have a bit of that. And the, the film quality, it's HDR and everything. It's phenomenal. So then we went to the the morning show, which again, it must be a year and a half. You recommended maybe two years. Yeah, come on, Mike. Finally,
0: fucking hell.
2: That's pure drama, like yeah. We we thought. That um, Grey's Anatomy was was kind of good, but this this I mean, wow! the f- the first season specifically, I think it, you yeah. can watch it stand alone. The second one is a bit; it's it's kind of it's finding its feet. We're only kind of getting into it now, but the first one, Jesus Christ! You don't realize how good Jennifer Aniston is, or Reese Witherspoon. I always thought her as sort of bubblegummy, sort of whatever, and uh, Steve Carell. Is just... oh, he's, he's, my, he's my hands down my favorite actor of all time. Wow! Well, I mean, to and to put himself in that position as an actor, yeah, really like ballsy, and, and he plus, does it so, so fucking mean, well. Oh my oh, god! Almighty, just makes it. It just makes yeah.
1: you think about well, like because you're watching and I and you think about you're watching the morning show, but you're thinking about you know yeah. what what's actually going on on Good Morning Britain or whatever it's called yeah. these days. Like, what have you what noticed?
2: Good Morning Britain's always on behind them when they're in the offices. There's always um, oh, because they watch
1: the other shows from around the world. The,
2: uh, Phil and what Holly, him? Holly and Holly, Holly. Phil and um, the Northern Irish fellow. What's his name? The big fellow, uh, Holmes. Eamon Sting, Holmes and the Peter, wife, Eddie <laughs> Eamon. <laughs> Eamon Holmes, who's gone to GBBS, isn't he? Oh, G- to GB yeah. News. Yeah. yeah. Good luck Not to him. Anyway, yeah, good luck to him is right. Do you ever watch uh, GB News? No. Oh, you should watch it for the fun. Oh, really, yeah. yeah? Yeah, it's really right-wing racist, anything goes. It's horrible television. But they're trying to justify it by being sort of like, yeah, yeah, but this is, you know, it's our country. Guys. Brits. Yeah. <laughs> it's Brits. Oh, it's
1: yeah. Brits, yeah, it's yeah. for Brits. It's for true Brits, yeah. true, yeah, fucking um, inbred wankers. Um, but uh, but a lot of it, because, Mike, I watched that when I was, was still suffering from RT-PTSD. Yes.
2: So oh, I was of like... course, yeah, you were on a morning show. Yeah. And and you know, this it, 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 it's really hard to describe it, but you're you're behind the scenes in a morning show and something happens and it's really horrible and it's all set around with the backdrop of me too. And but everyone is out for themselves. It is so awful. But like yeah. but the stuff
1: gone the stuff that's like it's <laughs> The drama of a show on air is a, it's like an iceberg, like <laughs> there's like 10 times yeah. the drama underneath, if you know what I mean. Like I can remember having like full on, full on, absolute like screaming match out with somebody and then just going, hey, good morning.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Right. And that's what they're like. They're not even talking to you. Like, they can't even fucking stand it. And then it's three, two, one. And good morning, America. It's like, fucking it out. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure that, that goes on. But it's like their producers hate somebody else's producer, hate the writer for this and hate for the writer. And it's just like, oh, my God. it's a, What a cesspit of a place to work in.
1: And they're all trying to, like, they all hate, like, they all, this channel hate that channel. But also within mm. the channel, they hate each other. And they're all trying to fucking stab each other in the back. And not really but just doing whatever they have to do to hold on to their own job yeah oh man and the fucking stress like like their producer guy who like looks like a homeless dude i don't know if he ever goes home
2: brilliant it's like fucking
1: like in the office from like three in the morning till well i don't know if he goes home like that's it's no life like like it's not glamorous no, like, like obviously, he like what age was that guy, That man, he was playing Steve Crowe, was playing like a guy in his 40s. He was obviously clearly very, very wealthy and made a lot of money from this, uh, doing a TV show. But Jesus Christ,
2: like, is the it stuff worth it? Goes with it. No, oh my no, 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 no. I mean, he's just, I mean, he's he's
1: he's ruined, but also he's he ruined himself because he's a horrible man,
2: yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you won, I mean, Jennifer Aniston is, has got so much money um but it's so insecure yeah like so humongously insecure. all of them all of the talent is just so the insecurity of every like, he's had to get my job the bastard and if it goes I won't be able to afford this anymore I won't be, they've got more money than they could ever I have before. to sell
1: my uh, one of Pentos, the penthouses yes or something I got like to sell
2: the place in Maine get rid of the dogs oh, man, not the place chair. in Maine shit yeah yeah nice spot Fine. but um, um uh
1: but yeah it's very good uh, like it's 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 so real as well. Like there's a bit in um, there's a bit in the second series. I'm not giving that in a way, but she like she rings her she's writing a book about yes. obviously whatever happened before, and she has to ring her editor, publisher, whatever, and everyone's one's like, uh, yeah, it's it's fine, but like you haven't mentioned your man at all, and she's yeah. like, oh, I don't really want to talk about that. That's and it's just like it's real. It's so real because you're just going like I'm look scre- screaming at the TV. going, that's all anybody gives a fuck about. Yeah, stop they writing don't give about, a shit about. No one gives a shit about. <laughs> do you know what I mean? No one gives a shit about your your Pilates routine. They want to know what yeah. ha- they want the dirt. They want everything. They want fucking blow by blow. names. And, they want
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And that's so like real because there's so many people that bring you know, they try and write these books and bring out these books and no one gives a shit because they because you read them and they go you've left out the fucking where's the you know where's, yeah, the, where's the yeah? like the only book I read well like Roy Keane was quite good he he, he his book he. He pretty much talked about everything. It was no holes barred. But anyway. Roy, Roy Kent. Roy Kent. Oh, Kent. Oh, brilliant. Your man plays him well, actually. He, I think he was one of the producers, writers, possibly one of the writers. And, and at one point kind of said he felt bad because he was like, he wanted to say it. And I think he did say it, but he was basically going, I think I could play this part.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but he had Roy, to kind of, the, the guy who plays Roy Kent
1: yeah 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 oh, he, brilliant yeah, I think yeah. he might have been one of the writers he was writing on it and then he was like, uh, I think I could play this part, but he felt like yeah and he is a, he's a standout actor he brilliant does very well yeah yeah because <laughs> he's, he's he's in afterlife as well. I don't know if you remember him he plays the uh, he plays the not afterlife um uh the other one that Ricky Gervais made about the guy who lives in the who helps out in the home in the old folks home oh uh, Derek Derek yeah. So he plays yes. the boyfriend of the of the woman who looks after the home. I don't know if you remember
2: him.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I don't you know. know. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. There you go. I knew I'd seen him somewhere before. Yeah. Geezer. Oh, yeah. Geezer. Speaking of Afterlife, I've just watched uh, Afterlife. I'm in the middle of watching Afterlife 3. It's as good as. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Have you started it yet?
1: Haven't started Afterlife Three yet, but uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm waiting for my missus to be available so we can watch it together.
2: Yeah, there's some things you have to wait for. Yeah, you know. um, of course. The the one thing we never we, you never watch, and I always say, is great, and it's back on is the Great British Pottery Throwdown.
1: Now, Mike, I have watched it and I have seen it, and it has been on my television. But then I it doesn't I haven't given enough time, maybe to. I've is- stayed with it. I really like the guy who has no hair but he still manages to come forward <laughs> yeah, and he, and, yeah, he cri- just- and he and he cries a
2: lot yeah that's the bit the crying mm. i thought that would be right up your straws now the crying yeah, I, I really Man.
1: like it and i think i should like it and i feel like i'm like oh here i watch this now and then and then it obviously just doesn't hook me or whatever yeah, i, I yeah, watched yeah. them making a cuckoo clock yes or hang yeah, yeah. on the wall yeah a, a clock with a pendulum or something yes. like that yeah yeah and a couple of them just didn't have the I'm facilities, sure. didn't have the facilities to hang on the wall.
2: No, they didn't fucking shit
1: with But uh, tell us about the great British pottery splodge. Well,
2: it, was, it, was, it was mostly about, I think you get invested in the characters. You get invested in the people doing it on their little journey through pottery and whatever. But it is him. It is the man with the hair, without the hair, if you know what I mean. He kind yeah. of teddy boy, kind of look, really odd fitting clothes. And when he sees something, he starts crying. It's his emotion. Mm. And you, you almost feel like you can let go with him. You know, he's just he's just enjoying talk about living in the moment.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, he really does wear his heart on his sleeve like it's well, well worth watching just one of them just to see if you like it or not. It's not like it's not as middle class as the bakery, the program. sewing bee
1: or the bakery. <clears throat> oh, no, like the sewing bee. Oh, do OK. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, you're big sewers.
2: Yeah, but it was more to do with um, <laughs> oh the people who who kind of. Um, are the anchors on it it was uh, a very famous comedian whose now name i have completely forgotten who was the anchor on the song. yeah not
1: james acaster the other guy that no uh, uh, he's yeah. a friend of james acaster yeah. i yes. know yeah he's yeah. from
2: yeah. he's from birmingham you can explain it, and i'll have a look yeah uh but it, it i mean the sewing beat is fantastic you got the the older guy and the older woman who are the judges and you always have some sort of comedic sort of interlude and people losing their lives over dropping stitches and stuff. It's very, very good. Well worth it. I like that sort of genre of television, but I don't like the baking program. Oh, Joe Lysett. Um, Joe Lysett. Yes.
1: And he's gone now. Sarah Pascoe is the presenter. Yes, yeah. exactly.
2: Okay. Yes. Yeah. Sarah Pascoe is not a good. Joe uh-huh. Lysett, very, very funny. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Great British Sewing Bee fans devastated as Joe Lycett quits. Yeah. Poor old Sarah, I hate that. I hate that shit. You know,
2: but that's life. She's Bad. good, but she's just not as good. As, she's not. She's not Joe. You know, she's, she's probably Joe glad wasn't. she's not Joe.
1: She's probably yeah. glad.
2: But my last thing, if you will allow me, one more thing. Okay? I'll
1: indulge you. Yes,
2: and I and I sent this to you, and I don't know whether you've listened to it or not. It was um, another BBC Sounds production, actually. Narrated by Siobhan McSweeney, who is the the linker on the Great British Pottery Throwdown. You know Siobhan Siobhan McSweeney. You know she plays the nun in Derry. Oh
1: yes, Siobhan McSweeney. Of course I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. 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 Um, She's on it, but she broke her ankle during this set of Great British Pottery Throwdown thing. But anyway, she narrates a thing. I was looking for a drama because I was so upset. That these two people who were recommending podcasts on the radio the other day said that radio drama is dead. I thought you fucking idiots. So I went and looked. I went and looked at radio dramas, and it came up with this thing. <clears throat> I looked at through the BBC back catalogue and I looked through the RTE back catalogue, and I just saw this thing: "The House That Vanished" um, on BBC Sounds, narrated as I said by Siobhan McSweeney, but it's half kind of documentary, half acted um, and it tells a story of a a filmmaker in the 70s, an Irish filmmaker in the 70s called Neville Presto, who went around the world making money and making uh, documentaries about societies where sort of time was catching up with them. So modernity was coming in. So he was trying to capture the, them being sort of in the past, if you like, before plastics and electricity and running water got hold of them and whatever, just to sort of, to, to cradle these and sort of keep them as an archive almost. And he ended up on Tory Island. And uh, then he moved away for a while back to New Zealand and uh, he came back to Tory Island with his new wife and kids because he'd bought a house on Tory Island. He'd fallen in love with it and made a documentary about Tory Island. And he's going to go back to his house that he bought on Tory yeah. Island some six or seven years ago. Yeah. The house was gone.
1: <laughs> it's, it, it's, a, it's in fucking Texas. It's in Texas. That fucking Bob guy. That Bob <laughs> guy shipped it over. I know where it is. (laughs) It's in Texas. I've got it out by the paddock. Yeah. So he comes back and the
2: house is gone and hasn't been
1: shipped away by some Texas oil dude.
2: No, and two bobs. Two bobs don't make a right. (laughs) A few bob for the two bobs. Um, Wow,
1: okay, that sounds it. And that's, that's the setup, is it?
2: That's not you haven't given yeah, away the end, it, and it—that's it, <laughs> the end. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's, how, that's what happened. Yeah, but it's so sad and so awful. And I know we have Sinead OD up there in uh, in 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 uh, Donegal. Donegal, business. yeah, um, yeah. And it's all very Donegal based. Now the accents are a little bit ropey because they get actors in to do stuff, but just. Let that out of your mind. Just okay. listen to the story. Good story okay. is a good story.
1: And it's called The House of Vanish. I couldn't stop oh.
2: listening to it.
1: BBC Sounds. And were you listening the to BBC this stories. now, Mike, tell me, were you listening to this on your way to work? Or were you just sneaking sneaking a listen every now and then and your wife would be like, um,
2: where were you? I, I actually listened to this um, on my way to work, at work. Um, anytime I could listen to it, I did. Okay. Snuck off on my lunch break one, one afternoon to listen to it in the car. Um it was just it was riveting. I think there's only six, six parts, about twenty five minutes each. And it's just um just one of those stories that kind of Jesus, you could you couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it.
1: Mike, I look forward to listening to it. And before yeah. I let
2: you go, you're off to you're off on the lash. You'd like to say you're off on the lash, you're off to London tomorrow. Yes, yes I'm off to London tomorrow, yeah. So I've got actually um, I've got Ozark downloaded on my phone nice so yeah that'll do me cuz you're walk because you, cuz
1: you're walking to London huh?
2: <laughs> Yeah yeah I'm walking to I'm walking to Rosslare and then I hope to pick up a
0: boat on <laughs> <next> Tuesday <laughs> I'm
1: yeah. bringing a house over to London stone by stone <laughs> It's going to take me 5000 trips
2: in the back of a Volkswagen bed
1: for a lad called yeah. Bob. Um, listen, enjoy your. Are you, are you going out to see your friend? Your who you who you going over to see in London? Are you probably don't want to tell anybody because all those people I, that I, know you from London they listen to the podcast will be like, "Why didn't you come and visit me?"
2: Uh, I'm going. I'm going to see my brother. I'm going ostensibly to see a guy called Chris Dooley, who is sixty. Oh, I'm God, going Chris. for a sixtieth birthday party. Yeah, good man. Chris is right. Yeah, I mean he's uh, yeah he's uh, he's going well, Christy um you know he's he's put a few miles on the clock a legend in his own lunchtime enjoyed History. life uh, the funniest man you'll ever meet right funnier like, literally you no no he's he is he's proper funny he's like uh, i'm not funny he's funny funny he would have you in stitches uh from the moment you see and he's just like and and when he gets drunk he gets slightly cross-eyed which is one of his most endearing things <laughs> I'm gonna hang out with Chris. Chris Dooley, yeah. Chris Dooley, which
1: Dooley? Ah, oh, the the good old Dooleys. Of the
2: Dooley clan
1: from Limerick. Uh, yeah, the Limerick Dooleys. Yeah. The Doo- Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know them lads. Well, the Limerick Dooleys. I know. There them was a Limerick.
2: band. There was a band in the seventies
1: called it was the, the Dooley's. Dooleys. Yeah, it was the Dooleys. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? They were shit. <laughs> End of podcast.
2: Is there a review for you? Uh,
1: check, check, check. Don't check, 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 check them out. Uh, Mike, enjoy your weekend. Lovely talking to you.
2: It's really good talking to you. We need to do this more often. We do, I yeah. a amount of practice. But, but, no, that was great. That was perfect. It was brilliant. Yeah, I just feel... I had to get a lot off my chest. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even let you talk. The fucking Bob story is brilliant.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Right. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, miss you. I'll try. Love you. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Take care. Goodbye. Take care.